I'm Roberto Baldwin, and welcome to the Stupid Podcast Ideas Podcast, where we take our worst podcast schemes, talk about what they could have been, and then promptly toss them into the waste bin. A new podcast will be available every Thursday or so. We'll figure it out. Nobody knows what's going on anymore. Today's episode is sponsored by Optimism. Hey, at least the sun hasn't gone supernova and swallowed the earth and obliterated the entire solar system. Optimism. Welcome to podcast episode number 13 of the Stupid Podcast Idea Podcast. And my guest today is Hemming's Digital Content Director, Mike Austin. How you doing, Mike? Doing, I'm doing all right. <laughs> it's like, I'm doing good. That's my default. But, you know, it's like, good. you know, some days are... And <laughs> I can't complain. <laughs> I, can't. I have a home. I have electricity. Um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is very low well. now. I eat well. <laughs> you have a cat. If Yeah. Cat. So my work from home situation is uh, a little side porch that we turned into an office. And I work from home before the pandemic. But uh, for some reason, it's a very cat-like thing that if, if you close the door, the cat immediately wants in. So something's going on. It. Cat has to know. <laughs> Yeah. The, the cats are the journalists of the animal world. They're like, whoa, 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 what's going on in there? Yeah, you just leave it cracked open a little, and they're like, eh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But if a, a closed door is an invitation. Um, so speaking of, you know, working from home, how, how have you been during the whole everything pandemic? Um, it's, uh, I, I'm, I think I'm still on an upswing. I hit like a really nice upswing where I was like super energized and super creative. I did, I did sober January, which was like a nice recharge. Um, but there's still like the basic, I don't say like basic struggles. I, again, I have it, I have it, I have it pretty good, but like, um, uh, my pa I've, I've been meaning to go get a passport for my passport expired in December. This is just oh, no. an example. Like, uh, yeah, I know, which is uh, kind of concerning in this day and age. Like I want to have that ready to go, but like, yeah. I, for whatever reason, mostly because it's like you wake up, do your morning thing, sit at your desk forever, <laughs> and feel like then like dinner, evening, exhausted, right? Like I can't get out to the CVS. It's like a half mile away to go take the photo. <laughs> that is that is what the pandemic is for me. It's like there's a bunch of things that would normally be really easy, but I'm so ingrained in never leaving the house that I just can't get out of the house. <laughs> Oh no, that's and I think that's that that is a fair uh, a, a fair and it's not even a complaint. I think a lot of people have that. It's sort of malaise that comes with, okay, I just got to do my job, and then while you're doing your job, especially if you work in media in any way, shape, or fashion, that means you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're you're sort of following the news feed, so you can keep up with the news for what you're following. Mike and I both, if you don't know, Mike and I both cover uh, automobiles. And so we're, you know, we're looking for car news. We're looking for things that are happening in the car world. But that also means we're seeing everything else that's happening in the world. And by the end of the day, there's this like sense of exhaustion. That, that Yeah. And, and, and there's the other part of it, which is, you know, like there's the doom scrolling, but then there's the also, well, I can't leave because uh, then something will happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and the reality is like, even just like, no, eat eat your lunch somewhere else, like read, read physical media, not your phone. And like, you'll come back better. I've, I've been telling myself that lesson for like 10 years and I still like, no, I'm just going to eat in front of the computer real quick. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. oh, one more look at Instagram. Let me just check this one thing. It'll be fine. No, no. And I think everybody who's out there, if you're listening, you know, don't, I don't think you should feel, you shouldn't feel guilty for how you're feeling 
during all of this because I know there there are people who who are have it far more difficult than I have it. My wife and I both are able to to keep working, but it's a very it's mentally it's it's a very challenging time and this you know, yeah not you don't go somewhere like ah <laughs> okay I won't I mean, then, yeah you got to be good to yourself. I mean there's days when like. There's days when it's like, all right, I'm I'm cooked at four o'clock, but you know what? I started early today, so I'm just gonna go start dinner. Like, mm-hmm. you got to give yourself those things, and it, and it's like, I don't know. There's an old there's an old analogy of like people that work from home get a day done in five hours, and it's true because there's so much ritual to being in an office. But I, I think part of it is part of that like self care and being good to yourself is like acknowledge that you're not you don't have eight hours of like full 100% speed every single day yeah. you know like the normal work day is filled with you know sometimes it's an easy meeting sometimes it's you know a mundane task like cleaning out some emails and you know taking the easy ones like don't don't expect yourself to be like going 10 hours yeah yeah so uh on that happy note uh take care of <laughs> Treat yourself. Take care of yourself, everyone. Um, let's talk about your horrible podcast ideas. Um, now, the first one is something that um, I think a lot. I think it's a very American thing, and it is. How much do you think that costs? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the podcast. How much do you think that costs? Well, yeah, I was. I was just coming. I started with the simple idea of like, what is sort of just bad storytelling, right? Like, like not just like a stupid idea, but like, this is a really bad podcast idea. And so, you know, like, it's almost like, let me Google that for you. It's like, Hey, what do you think that costs? Like, Hey, those shoes, you know, I'm like, we can just lift that up and then, and then that's it. But (laughs) this other piece of it is like, I, I buy, I try not to buy things. I don't, I, I buy less than I used to. And I'm like generally disillusioned with consumerism and that was like other uh, mindfulness practices. I'm starting to lose objective reality. It's like, I don't, how much do you think that costs? Like, I, I don't know. Like I, I, and I have a couple of nice things too. It's like, I, I bought a nice pair of shoes and I'm not buying shoes anymore. I don't even wear them because I don't go out, but it's like, uh, I mean, my shoes were like 300 bucks. I, I guess that's how much shoes costs. I, I don't know. Like, like it's like, how much is a gallon of milk? It's like, I know how much milk costs, but like the milk that I buy, I, I don't know. And it's like, is milk supposed to cost $3 or $5? I really have no idea. So, so it is like, how much do you think that costs? It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's how much that costs. But but like when you go deeper to like that American obsession of like, you know, I can't believe how much this is. It's like, you don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very much, it, it brings me up with the uh, uh, Arrest Development Lucille uh, Blues talking about a banana. How much does a banana cost anyway? $10? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> There's so and many the, things. If a bananas of, did cost ten dollars, it would just be like, yeah, it's that's how much bananas cost. It's and actually, uh, in literal. So now we're already into the stupid podcast. Is uh, somehow I'm like very, um, very aware of the price of avocados. <laughs> <laughs> like my co-op has them for a dollar all the time, and they're always right. But it must just be that like they're getting the ones that are like ready to go now or something. And then the grocery store varies from like up to like three bucks. I'm in Michigan. So all these people in California that have like eight avocados for two bucks on the roadside stand, like, yeah, yeah, you guys have a good, but, um, but yeah, it's like, same thing. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, 
I, I don't go to like, oh man, avocados should all be a dollar. It's like, uh, that's what they charge. I'm here. I want the avocado. That's how much I'm paying. So how do you think an, an average episode would go? Would, would it would it be, hey, I'm Mike Austin with my host, you know, Mr. Money Penny or whatever, and we're going to look at things and then figure out how much they cost. And then we'll figure, and then at the end, someone will tell us and we'll be like, oh, we're idiots. Oh, no, I was thinking, it, it came a little more from the idea of like the, the phone call we all get from our parents. And like, especially like with cars, um, you know, my dad will like, he'll have a conversation with a neighbor that has a car or something, or he'll hear about it. And he'll be like, you know, how much, how much are those? And, or like if you're driving a, a press car, if you get press car loans, you know, people are always like, Oh, how much is it? That's like the first question. Yeah. So my thought was you get, you get a guest on and then, uh, they just ask you like, how much do you make that cost? Like you just go back and forth by quizzing people. Like, you know, how, how much does that cost? And then you look it up and you, and then it's kind of like, Oh, all right. <laughs> Look at terrible storytelling. <laughs> How about you think? Let's let's talk a little bit about it. Well, it's a car and it has wheels. Wheels are at least what 30, 40 bucks. And, yeah. The average car is thirty thousand. That car looks about average thirty-five. And you look it up, it's fifty-five. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think as you uh, I'm trying to think of the person who would listen to that. And they'd be like, I think what's going to happen is people will start listening to it and we can't help ourselves now. We have to look things up. It's, it's very, it's difficult not to look something up when you're like, what is, Oh, hold on. And so I think what yeah. will happen is people will get the first like five minutes. And as soon as you introduce what the thing is, they're going to look it up. And then unless it's super insanely compelling where you, you, you're breaking down all the little intricacies of what goes into this product or this thing or why it costs the way it does, they're, they're going to be like, oh, huh, $8. So that's the good version of the podcast is why does this cost so much? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is just like, oh, man. All right. Yeah, that's, those are 40 grand now. Wow. I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> just <laughs> – being mildly surprised it's a five minute podcast of being mildly surprised yeah oh, absolutely who knew <laughs> oh, all right i got that right <laughs> all right good good for me i'm a wow uh, so let's let's move on to our next one which is uh canceled this is our next podcast canceled 90s fox upn and wb sitcoms ranked now, I, I, this feels like just one podcast, but explain your explain your your your, your show. I, I was just thinking of ideas and like almost if you listen to a lot of podcasts, they'll have, um, you know, any celebrities are on it or comedians or actors. And and a frequent recurring theme is like, oh, they did a pilot once in the 90s or they were on a sitcom and it only lasted like three weeks. And it, it inevitably is. It usually the WB or UPN and sometimes Fox, because when, when those, when the WB and UPN came out, um, I'm looking at a screen now, it's 93. It was like, all of a sudden there were, you know, there were two more networks on top of the major four. So there were just like orders for shows everywhere. And a bunch of them were bad ideas <laughs> and, it, and they're all forgotten. Like, you know, you like, like real stars are like, Oh yeah, I was in the show. And <laughs> you like, look at you're like, that was even a show. So I was just like, Let's revisit the stuff that was like so bad. I don't even remember them. I just know that there's a list of them. So this, um, 
just giant list of shows that you have to fill a schedule. When you have a, a network, that means you have to fill a schedule, which means you have to have shows. And especially if you're new, if you're a new network, it's going to be difficult to get the, the 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 production companies and the stars that are going to the you know the big four at that time with Fox had had come out a few years ago. So WDB and the uh, the WB and the and UPN both seem to 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 just like let's do it. Let's just whatever that looks good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, like okay, the one one I can remember from UPN was um, this show called The Watcher. And it was like a it was like a modern Twilight Zone. I mean, I thought it was good, but I was like, you know, fifteen. Um, and and it was it was teed up every uh, every episode by Sir Mix a Lot, who like lived in the top of the Luxor pyramid. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay, so now so I was like, say- let's talk about that show. Like, let's revisit <laughs> it, and um, you know, maybe maybe each episode we go through one of these shows and. Um, and, and the, so the, again, the bad version of the podcast was just like, like, you know, just like really dryly going over like, well, this is what the show was. <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, they made it. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot was in the Luxor uh, Tower and there, there might the Rod, be a better version. It was of the Rod Serling of, uh, I don't know, UPN, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> was he smoking? Was he chain smoking? No, I don't think so. Yeah, um, 90s. Although this does right, what was the uh, uh, man? Now, <laughs> now I'm in the, in the bad podcast. Uh, walk and talk guy, West Wing. Um, he had that sport, sports night. Was that yeah, the show? Sorkin. Yeah, well, Sorkin had an early show in the '90s. It was like proto Sorkin. Uh, if you're a Sorkin nerd and you haven't seen this, you really need to see it. Um, I think it was called Sports Night. And it, but so it was like Sorkin esque, oh, yeah. but it was laugh track. <laughs> oh, huh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the idea would be, um, you have, uh, uh, I don't know how many shows, but at some point you would run out of shows. Then what happens? He's just like, well, that's it. We did it. Way I think you just, I, I guess you just move in. You just keep moving into like single season or less, uh, shows mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, look into like why, <laughs> Why did they make a single season? And there's stuff that, you know, never made it, right? Like The Tick. Oh, uh, yeah. R.I.P. Uh, you know, every, well, it, it's, I mean, I'm sure this happens in every genre. It's just like in, in the car journalist world where, like, the car journalists love the, like, weird stuff. But, you know, we're not buying them anyway. And it's like, yeah, everyone loves the cult shows. But it turns out it's not everyone because if that were the case, then people would be watching it. <laughs> the rest of development wouldn't have been canceled like five times and, and the tick would have lasted longer than it did. And, you know, there's, yeah, the, I think the Gary Shandling show would, it would probably would have lasted a little bit longer. How long did that go? I thought that one was maybe a few a years, maybe a few, that might've been the, the only weird show that, and then of course, Twin Peaks, which, you know, that was sort of the ax came down on that after they solved the murder and just sort of, and at that point, David Lynch is like, well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's he was like, like yeah, I will never make, I love David Lynch, but yeah, he was like, I will never make sense again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David Lynch. So yeah, like, here's an example. This is, this is from 2000. So it's a little, it's a little later, but, uh, DC is an American drama television series that ran, briefly ran from April 2 to 23. It didn't even make it a month on the WB. It didn't even and make it. 
And Mark Paul Gosselaar is in it. He's he's the best friend of the protagonist and a lobbyist. <laughs> and a lobbyist. Cutting. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's... <laughs> I think if if it's done the right way, where you really, if you could get somebody from each show, yeah, like, like even if it's like the PA or uh, an exec, you know, a producer, an executive producer, maybe someone with a production company, maybe even someone who was an actor who like after that show they're like, I'm done with this shit, I'm going back to accounting or you know something that pays on a regular basis so I can feed myself and my family. Yeah, like it, and and if, if, again, if there's a good version of this, it's it's almost a little bit of how did this get made? Like, yeah, get someone yeah. on, and if it's any, if there's any stars that are actually, you know, people that have made it now, like only talk to them about the show. Like, we don't want to hear anything else about your work. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no. I don't want to hear about your new block, but I don't care that you're the new here in the new Avengers or in the new Batman. I don't care about that. I want to talk about the show that you did, where only two episodes aired before it was pulled off. I like I, I'm gonna get like you know Alan Ruck like love love you man but I only want to talk about Muscle, <laughs> the American <laughs> sitcom on the WB that takes place inside a gym in New York. <laughs> you don't want to talk about Fer- no I don't want to talk about I don't care about Ferris Bueller <laughs> I don't care about was he was he in Spin City? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah I don't want to I don't care about Spin City I don't care about anything else you've ever done muscle that's what we're talking about absolutely like <laughs> there's a new season of succession don't care no 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 oh yeah he's in succession too <laughs> poor alan rock he's like oh. yeah i think you'll have uh two two actors on before everyone gets wise to your uh to your scam yeah it would it, it is it is kind of like a uh it's a bit of an acid test to be like yeah how much how do you take yourself the least bit seriously <laughs> you will not you will not guest on this show at all so so who do you think will will listen to this what what, what do you think is your your um, your core audience and how many of those people are there you know I, I, i'm i'm i feel like i might be failing here because now i'm kind of like well wait maybe i should dig into this more because <laughs> I think we, you know, we have had we have had podcasts that have come out of this podcast because they think right. it's a bad idea. Then we sort of talk it through and they're like, wait, 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 I could do this. And that's what happens a lot. It's like we, we talk about the, the bad idea and then we figure out a good way to do it. And then sometimes someone goes off and makes the podcast. Well, I think, you know, you look at like the like the Firefly crowd, right? Like that um, people still dress up as Firefly characters for Halloween. I think you have I think there is. A, a general mindset of in the universe of geekdom that just kind of loves the unloved shows. I'm not saying Firefly wasn't unloved, but at the time it was it was poorly handled by a number of ways. But it was largely um, ignored and 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 sort of yeah. Yeah. So I think there's I think there's people that either remember these or are like interested in digging into them because there's got to be like some uh, you know like there's some hook right like uh, the Ferris Bueller. TV series like like someone's gonna look at that with a morbid curiosity and be like wait they made a Ferris Bueller TV series <laughs> didn't they also had like Parker Lewis can't fail that was like the Parker Lewis can't lose yeah or can't lose Columbus. that was like the competing one it was yeah I feel like it's a and lot that one of Gen lasted Xers. longer yeah um, yeah so I think it'd be like yeah like Gen Xers that are that are kind of into TV and um and you know that as long as you make sure that they're all still streaming. Or maybe that's the other trick. Is like, 
it's not just a podcast. Then we launch our own platform. <laughs> the bargain bin. The bargain bin. It's just like a, you have a streaming service that only, that has shows that only have like three or four episodes. You're like, let's watch yeah. Manimal. Let's watch the two episodes of Manimal again. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think that, that, that uh, if you give it a little care and a little love, you could get at least 200 people to listen to that. Yeah, I think so. At least, at least 200 people who would be like, oh, shit, I remember that. There's going to be a lot of people driving in their cars saying, and as soon as you name that that uh, that episode or that show, they're going to be like, oh, shit, I remember that. And then they're, you know, you're going to piece it together a little bit in their brain. Maybe they watched the pilot. Maybe they watched two episodes and then disappeared. And in the 90s, if you missed an episode, you didn't have TiVo. You know, maybe you taped stuff, but I didn't tape anything. You know, if it was yeah, gone, you it was wait gone. for the rerun. Like, oh, I got to get this. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'll just wait for the rerun. But if it's a short-lived show, it's never going to go into syndication because there's no money made in syndication on a show with two episodes. No, you got to get to like, you got to get to like 150 to make money in syndication, right? Yeah, yeah, that's sort of the the magic the magic number. It's getting that uh. I'm trying to try to get try to get just pump out as many episodes as possible. I think that's what they're trying to do with Reno 911 is get it to a certain number of episodes. Uh, oh wait, that was on the Quibi. Yeah, it was on Quibi. So they're like, <laughs> and I think there's a there's a whole like series that there are season that's available that's out, but it's not out. Like they shot it, but it, it like Quibi crumbled because Quibi was a bad idea. And, <laughs> so yeah. that's what happens when we run out of show. We or maybe we do an offshoot just of like Quibi shows, and we get the. We get the creators on and like tell us what was supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like how did it, and there's actually there's a there's an interesting thing too. Like there's a couple of these shows where it's like they had them scripted at least. They might have had them shot. It was like that's and that's again where like the real TV geek I think wants to know. It's like okay, wait, how is this supposed to end? I think there's a, there's a potential, um, and 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 now I'm 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 I kind of want you to make this 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 show <laughs> is that if you get you know, there, there are shows that didn't get their final show, their final, uh, their finale. You know, they were sort of, they were canceled mid-season. But if the writer ever had like a Bible, because the Bible tells, you know, a show Bible is this book that that the uh, writers and the producers and the, the actors use in a show that sort of tells you the arc of the season. And, tells, and, and before the show even starts, it kind of tells you what's going to happen at the end of the season in sort of vague terms. So if you could get somebody to write the, the last episode of a season or how they wanted it to end, you could get a uh, table reads. You could do actual table reads of Manimal, of uh, <laughs> the, the Ferris Bueller TV show. Just get a bunch of people together to just end it. Just finish the show. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this. That's it. We're, I don't, I'm canceling this, this podcast. We're doing that podcast. <laughs> I mean, there there is like a whole. I, I have like one eye on on Wikipedia, like clicking through um, the programming from the WB and the UPN, um, and like Roswell um, that had two seasons, but Colin Hanks was in it. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I never saw Roswell. I was just like, okay, well, this was like it had sixty one episodes. There was something going on here, but like it. The, I mean, the other thing too is, is again, like, uh, you know, looking at Twin Peaks as an example, like Twin Peaks, everyone was like, this is, it was groundbreaking TV. Like it changed the way people like considered primetime drama and like the way stories were set up, you know, the influences is, is, you know, it's, it, it's like the Sopranos where like there's sort of a before and after. Yeah. But the nineties, 
if you look at Twin Peaks, like the aesthetic of the era is looks very strange now. It's just like, wow. And maybe it's just because like living through it is different than like watching the sixties when, when I was a kid, but yeah, you know, like the other thing with these shows, you go back and visit them and you'll be like, that's, that's a lot of denim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have a denim watch like, while you're watching a show. You talk about it. denim, 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 denim. Yeah. I like this. Layered, like a, uh, uh, the Jennifer Aniston hair. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston has a big hair up above at least a foot above. The Rachel, head. that's what it is. Like, oh, it's got a oh, Rachel yeah, hair. The Rachel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, to recap, uh, the first one, how much do you think that costs? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing three podcasts before you're like, you know what, now. <laughs> You might get a couple people to listen to it, but I think it's, you're going to get bored with it. Like it would be boring, too boring for you. And you're like, no. Oh, I'm, I'm already bored when it happens in real life. Like let yeah. alone <laughs> setting it up. So if anyone wants that, go knock yourselves out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I give that freely to the world. The canceled nineties Fox UPN and WB sitcoms uh, ranked that one. Um, if it's, very light and just like hey here's a bunch of shows that we're we're on and you don't sort of delve into it that's like maybe five episodes actually it's really one here's like this one was on and this one was on this one was on but there's potential with this one because if you decide to deep dive into each show and try to get a guest from somebody who worked on that show and then if you get enough clout you can maybe get stars and then like again potential table reads of the final episode of a show that only had three episodes. Yeah. I think it removed the ranking and then yeah, kill and, that and, part. And the other thing is like, you know, just dig into uh, a lot of these, a lot of these are like people's first, especially if you go deeper in the credits, like writers and producers, like there were people that, that made it big and there's, there's gotta be a story. I'm like, Oh, you know, yeah, we, we tried or like, I didn't know it was either like I didn't know what I was doing or the studio was a bunch of jerks like there is there are good stories on some of these I'm sure oh yeah there's definitely people who are especially for again we were talking about UPN and WB you know you're a new network you really need shows I mean Fox had this issue where they just really needed shows and they got lucky with the Simpsons and um uh was it uh Married with Children but other than yeah. that we I don't remember anything else that Fox launched with everything else is sort of fell apart but those two shows kind of kept that kept that. And, and and the other the startup networks had some hits i mean like um party of five um felicity there was there was stuff they had dawson's creek right yeah dawson's creek was on oh, there yeah. too i remember dawson <laughs> <laughs> my friends watched dawson's creek i was just like i cannot i can't i can't with this no i'm going to any other room i gotta <laughs> so okay so, so yeah. yeah two shows one of them, how much you think that cost? Eh. Uh, canceled uh, TV shows. I I'm just gonna call it canceled. Yeah, I think. I know, I, wait, well, does that does that make it sound more like? I mean, are we running into a confusion where someone's gonna think it's about cancel culture, like it's real heavy investigative oh, journalism? Oh God! Oh. I see one more thing about cancel culture. I think, um, I, think I, I think I have a friend who actually has a TV show that talks about, and I'm just like, oh my God, we. Got I, well, I'll come up with. A, I, I think a, another a title that somehow encompasses forgotten tv shows or yeah. you know never had a chance yeah i think that would be great um yeah so that uh those are two shows one of them not so good one of them 
actually has legs. I think we talked it out. I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get you a new uh, career as the uh, canceled TV show podcast. Let, guy. let me know how the response is, and and I'll you know maybe I'll use that as inspiration because I wow. like everyone else during the pandemic, but specifically a cis white male. I'm like I should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this podcast, I think five people listen to it and it's, and I've talked to 13. So not even the people who are on it, listen to it, but it's mostly just an excuse to talk to people and to talk to you, our, our, uh, five wonderful listeners. Uh, maybe there's six of you now because now I have Mike on here and, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks. for And and if if three of those people, sorry, I'm going to plug my, if three of those people, Come to Hemmings, I do a mostly weekly auction recap. Uh, We're playing around with like, okay, do we talk about one car? Do we just talk about cars that sold? Do we give advice? So it's 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 a work in progress. But those three people will will make a difference to me. Yes. So uh, my slow weeks are real slow. (laughs) So Mike, Mike, you have a weekly auction uh, recap show on Hemmings. Hemmings uh, just Hemmings.com. Hemmings.com, we have a YouTube channel. This is, I mean, this is, uh, to be clear, we have big video projects in the works. They're coming soon with like full production. Uh, Mike Musto from the House of Muscle is is behind uh, most of them. If you work in the car world, he's, uh, that's, that, that means something. <laughs> um, but as, as a side thing, you know, in modern media, you have to be doing everything all the time. So one of the things we do is I go out to my Volkswagen Eurovan and set up a camera and talk about cars from our auction website. So um, I, you know, I, I joke about, okay, look, I would really like those three people to watch it, but uh, in all seriousness, <laughs> we are a professional media company with, with a, a lot of things going on and um, not just me shooting videos in my van. I want to make that clear, but also please watch. So go to, uh, go to Hemis.com. <laughs> watch uh mike talk about cars in his van down by the river uh, but <laughs> but in addition to that hemmings has a whole slew of high production videos coming down the pipeline so check out hemmings.com uh thank thanks you. again for listening uh we have a new episode i don't know let's say every thursday unless i'm super super tired and i don't feel like doing it uh thanks again for listening uh for mike austin i'm roberto baldwin good night mm-hmm.